Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now, today I'd like to discuss what does it take to become a remarkable finance professional and how the rest of us can become more remarkable in our work. And as a guide, I was thinking, well, how about we sort of look at the probably best-selling products or best products of all time and get some clues from them and see if we can learn anything that might actually help us become more remarkable. And interestingly enough, when I was researching this, the iPhone came up quite a lot and a lot of us have an iPhone, but why is that considered one of the best products and most remarkable products ever? Is it the fact that you've got a supercomputer in your pocket? Is it the two million or so professionally produced apps? Is it that it's got a digital camera that rivals an SLR? It's sleek design or just simply the massive marketing machine behind it. Um, you know, when you've got a product that achieves a remarkable level like the iPhone, you know, people will tell their friends about it and those friends and will tell their friends and colleagues and, and so on and so on. You know, people tweet about it, they post on Facebook about it. Um, you know, it quickly scales uh, with that word of mouth uh, and social sharing, you know. So when it comes to a new iPhone or a new version, there's not very much selling involved. Um, and you could also probably say, if you look at the latest iPhones, they're not really radical evolutions of the previous ones, but they're still probably classed very highly successful. Um, well, maybe if you look at Apple's share price, you could probably um, derive from that. So in fact, a lot of successful things that have gone into the iPhone um, are also being done, or you can see being done by remarkable finance professionals. And I've listed a few out and I'd be interested to see if you agree with them. The first one that remarkable finance professionals do, just like the iPhone does, it makes life easier for their customers. That's what they do. You know, the overarching theme of the iPhone is just making or doing stuff easier. Um, whether it's accessing email on the go without having to sit down at our laptops or helping us navigate our journey in a new city or access our music lists easy, you know, um, the innovation we talk about with iPhones isn't really about doing something totally new. It's actually about making it easier for our customers to do business with us, to use our reports, to, to, to deploy controls that enhance their business, to grasp opportunities that increase their sales or reduce risks around, say, their, their budget expenses. You know, or it just might be making it easier for them to access what we do so we're just more visible for them or having regular one-to-ones or touch points or drop-ins uh, uh, in, our, in our diary. Uh, the second one is probably providing a reason for customers to keep coming back. Because, you know, remarkable finance professionals, when they deliver their insights um, or experiences that keep customers and stakeholders coming back, they're delivering like new content, such insights uh, around risks, opportunities, about trends they're seeing, joining up the dots uh, with the various stakeholder conversations that are happening. You know, um, they're making the presentations rather memorable rather than dulling about the numbers. They develop control frameworks um, and, and set tough challenges, but achievable ones. And maybe do things like deploying uh, league tables or wash up forms to engage stakeholders and attain with them the higher levels of performance they're looking for. So, you know, I'd challenge what ways or what reasons are you giving your stakeholders uh, to keep coming back? A third area that remarkable finance professionals are doing is they're known to do it better than everyone else. Like the iPhone's been copied many times over. And in fairness, a lot of the competitors are getting very close uh, to what Apple, the standards Apple has set. Um, however, 
you know, what almost always happens is that those competing products are being immediately compared to the iPhone because they're the known quantity. They're the ones that have been doing it better or as good as everyone else for a lot longer. Um, and likewise, finance professionals, the ones that are those known quantities, um, you know, they're not confined to their desks. And I'm just sort of frustrated sometimes. There are some fantastically skilled finance professionals out there that if they just got out from behind their desks and engaged with the business, they would become much more well-known in terms of uh, their skills would be much more visible and they'd be making more of an impact for their organizations. So the remarkable ones are just simply putting themselves out there, engaging with stakeholders, networking at events or, or sharing thoughts on social media platforms to figure out what they do well and where they could perhaps uh, do better. So again, I challenge our audience, how are you engaging with your peers and demonstrating what you can do? And then another thing about being remarkable is actually the ability to stand on the shoulders of giants. Because, you know, borrowing from what Isaac, uh, Sir Isaac Newton said, or how I've seen further, is by standing on the shoulders of giants. You know, the iPhone really didn't invent the technologies that went into it. It just amalgamated existing ones. The camera, the operating software, the iOS screens, batteries, music, library, you name it. You know, they just managed to organize those things in a way that was uniquely its own. And similarly, the remarkable finance professionals we see and can learn from are just connoisseurs of remarkable finance professionals and businesses that are already there. You know, they take and borrow from someone else's ideas um, and make them their own. They learn how to, for instance, pitch their ideas better or their insights better because they might have taken some sales trainings. They might have learned how to present better because they've gone to the circus and know how to make it entertaining. Um, they could leverage a report they saw being done in another company and bringing it into the new context and slightly adjusting it, perhaps. And, you know, they go out there and talk and engage with perhaps mentors who've been there and done that and know about the areas that they're looking to develop in themselves. So again, I'd encourage you, what mentors or what other sources of inspiration have you followed up on with lately? And you know, to pave that way to success, it's much easier to follow in the footsteps of those who've already found the way. You know, and that's why we bring guest mentors onto the Strength in the Numbers show, to help you sort of peer over that fence, see what's worked, what's not worked, with the various different ways of being remarkable out there. You know, how to become the known entity, how to stand on the shoulders of giants, how to make it easier to do business uh, with us and ourselves and our, our stakeholders, you know, and in, done in a way where it's practically laid out so you can digest the knowledge and figure out for yourselves how to become more remarkable as finance professionals. So look, really hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please remember to let your friends and colleagues know they can subscribe about it on all the main platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and YouTube. And really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.